Hi, Catherine Free here with God's Love Song Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me. Tonight would ordinarily be Bible study, but it's a bit of a special night <laughs> in that nobody was able to log on. But I do have a live studio audience. Yay! <laughs> God blessed uh, my family to fly in. I am so blessed by their visit. My mom is here. My sister is here. My niece is here. My nephew is here. Oh, what a blessing. And Shalom is here. So we're just going to gather around the word and I'm just going to speak um, whatever God lays on my heart in this moment. I'm going to share with you some things that God has um, been teaching me, some things that he's been walking me through. And, and I believe I'll share some testimony with you about what he's doing. But God is just amazing. And the thing that God wants you to know right now is that God is for you. He is absolutely for you. And he has pleasure, pleasure, delight in your prosperity, in your success, in your doing well, spirit, soul, and body. The scripture that we will look at for that is a familiar scripture. It's in Psalm 30, excuse me, Psalm 35, verse 27. So if you're turning in your Bibles, it is Psalm 35, verse 27. And it says, let them, let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And you know, it's funny because I can be looking right at this page, right at the scripture, right at these words and reading it. And I'll say, let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in my prosperity. And I have to catch myself and say, wait a minute. <laughs> the words say pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. But you see, I've been meditating that scripture so long that that scripture has become mine. It's not just a confession now. God has pleasure in my prosperity. God has pleasure in my prosperity. It's not just something I'm saying, but it's something that it's the image on the inside of me. So much so that I can look at the words on the page and say what's in my heart. The words on the page say, let the Lord be magnified, which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. But the image on the inside of me is that he has pleasure in my prosperity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me ask you something. The Lord's bringing something to my remembrance. Have you ever um, heard something, heard somebody say something and it created an image on the inside of you. You got a picture of what they were saying on the inside of you. And when you went to go relay what that person was saying, you said it, but you said it in your own words. You said it according to your understanding. Let me give you an example. I was teaching Sunday school one time and I was telling um, the children, it was the story about Jesus, how he rose from the dead, the tomb, the stone had been rolled away. Um, and Mary came to the tomb and Jesus called her name, Mary. And Mary thought he was the gardener. Mary thought he was the gardener. 
Well, when we stood up to give our review for the whole Sunday school class, um, the little girl was telling it, and she says, Jesus called her name, and Mary thought it was the farmer. Her understanding of a gardener was a farmer. She said it according to the image that was on the inside of her, according to the level of her understanding. Well, do you know that that's the same thing that happens when we meditate the word of God? When we meditate the word of God and we read it and they're the words on the page, but the more we read the words on the page and allow Holy Spirit to minister that scripture to us, it creates an image on the inside of us. So much so that when we speak it, we're not merely speaking the words on the page, but we're speaking according to the understanding that we have because of the image that Holy Spirit has created on the inside of us. That's what happens when we meditate the word of God. That's what happens when we meditate the word of God. Go with me, please, to Jeremiah chapter 17. This is amazing because the Lord's been talking to me about Jeremiah 17 um, for a while too, but this is the first time he showed me what I'm about to tell you. This is exciting. Jeremiah chapter 17. Okay, so we're talking about meditating the word of God, and, and, it, and it's creating an image on the inside of you, so much so that when you speak the word, it's not it's not rote what you what you read word for word on the page. It might not even be the words on the page, rather, it's the revelation that Holy Spirit has shown you. That's the image that's on the inside of you. The image is the revelation. And you're speaking that revelation out of the abundance of your heart. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so you're speaking this image that is so full in your heart that it can't help but come out. Isn't that beautiful? God's so good. So, all right, we're in Jeremiah chapter 17. And let's look at verses 7 and 8. Jeremiah chapter 17 verses 7 and 8, and I'm reading out of the King James Version. It says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a, as a tree planted by the waters, that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh. But her leaf shall be green, and shall, and shall not be careful in the year of drought neither shall cease from yielding fruit. All right. So let me go ahead and give you uh, the focus here. We're going to talk about seeing. Remember, we just talked about meditating the word, the word creating that image on the inside of you. That's what you see on the inside so much so that that's what comes out of your mouth because that is what your heart is full of in abundance. It's what you see on the inside. Okay. So here we are in verse 7. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. In the Amplified Classic, oh my goodness, it says most blessed. Whoa, most blessed. Well, I want to be most blessed, you know. Most blessed is the man who believes in, trusts in, and relies on the Lord and whose hope and confidence the Lord is. Wow. 
Most blessed is the man who believes in, trusts in, and relies on the Lord, and whose hope and confidence the Lord is. Okay, so how do we get to this place where the Lord is our hope and our confidence? Well, it says, this is the man that trusts in the Lord. In the Amplified Classic, the one who believes in, trusts in, and relies on the Lord. You know, sometimes we get caught up in that place. You know, I'm believing God for this. I'm believing God for this. I'm believing God for this. But at what point do you ever reach the culmination of believing? When do you actually see what you're believing for? When does what you're believing for actually manifest? Sometimes we just get caught in that place. I'm believing for, I'm believing for, I'm believing for. And we settle for not ever seeing it because we're so busy believing for it. This scripture says, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord. So my question is this, how do we get to that place of trusting the Lord? And this is what the Lord showed me. When we believe him, he says, it's the simple act of surrender. When God tells us something, when we see a promise in his word, when, when, when he speaks to us, we believe him by simply surrendering to that word he has spoken. Saying, okay, Lord, this is the word you have spoken. I believe it is true. I surrender to this truth. I am letting this truth have first place in my life. And you do it truth by truth. You just, each truth that God presents, you just surrender to it and stay surrendered to it each truth and so what happens it's like a snowball effect right um i say something god says something i surrender to it all right and now god says something else i surrender to it he says something else i surrender to it and i'm constantly surrendering to what he says to the point where my belief in him has become trust because let's look at this verse seven again bless in the king james Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. In the Amplified, whose hope and confidence the Lord is. The Lord becomes your confidence when you constantly surrender to him. Because you're like, okay, Lord, if you did it for me before, I know you'll do it again. I surrender to this truth too. I surrender to this truth too. And it gets to the point where you're just constantly surrendering to the truth of what he says. And he is your confidence because you know him to be a promise keeper. You know him to be a way maker. You know him. You know him to do what he says. You know him to be faithful. He becomes your confidence. Okay, so this person, this most blessed person who trusts in the Lord, who trusts in the Lord and whose confidence the Lord is, this person shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreadeth out her roots by the rivers. And get this, and shall not see when heat comes. Now, remember, we were just talking about meditating the word so much so that you have this image on the inside of you that now it has become revelation. And when you speak, you're speaking what you see on the inside. 
Well, when this person trusts the Lord, you know, from constantly believing in the Lord, from constantly surrendering to the truth that God speaks to them, the Lord has become their confidence. And now they're like that tree planted by the waters that spreadeth out her roots by the river, constantly drinking in the goodness of the Lord, drinking in the faithfulness of the Lord, drinking in the promises of the Lord. Hallelujah. And shall not see when he comes. So it doesn't matter what the, the, the situation is. doesn't matter what the circumstances. doesn't matter what the obstacle is. They don't see that. Why? Because they're so busy surrendering to the truth of the Lord, trusting the Lord and receiving the image that he's putting on the inside of them, receiving the, the, the picture that he's putting on the inside of them, that that is all they see. And because they're so busy seeing what God is saying to them, they don't see when he comes. They don't see when the problems come. Does that mean they ignore it? Does that mean they're oblivious to it? No, that means that's not what they see. What they see is what God has spoken to them and the revelation that God has given them that is in their heart in abundance, hallelujah, that comes out of their mouth. It says, they shall not see when he cometh, but... That means something opposed to it, right? Something opposed to seeing when the heat comes. They shall not see when heat comes, but her leaf shall be green, full of life, ever producing. And shall not be careful in the year of drought. Oh, when it looks like money is harder to come by, when it looks like resources are harder to come by, when it looks like whatever it is you need is harder to come by, when things are drying up, when things are going away, guess what? The person who trusts in the Lord, the person whose hope the Lord is, they're not going to be careful in the year of drought. They're not going to stop tithing. They're not going to stop giving. They're not going to stop praising. They're not going to stop. They're not going to be careful in the year of drought. Neither, hallelujah, shall they cease from yielding fruit. They're not going to stop producing. They're not going to stop what they're doing. You know, in the natural, in the natural, when we spend money and we go and we look at our bank account, we have less in our account than we did before we spent it, right? Or less in our wallet than we did before we spent it. That's what happens in the natural. But in the spiritual, when you take your money and you convert it to seed and place it in the kingdom, glory to God, it says that it abounds to your account. Your account does not decrease, but it increases glory to God. And because you have planted seed, you know you have increased because you're going to get a harvest and the harvest is always more than the seed. The harvest is always more than you planted. So the person who's trusting in the Lord, the person whose hope and confidence the Lord is, they're going to be like that tree planted by the water that spreadeth out her, fruits by, her roots by the river. They're not going to see when heat cometh because they're seeing what God has said. They're receiving, they've received the revelation and that's what they see. And because they see it, they say it. Because they see it with the eyes of faith, they say it. And as they say it, it comes to pass. Glory to God. They're not going to be, uh, therefore, their leaf is going to be green, full of life, ever producing. Mm -hmm. 
And they're not going to be careful in the year of drought. They're not going to get stingy. They're not going to get miserly. They're not going to start depending on their own self-effort because we run out. But God never does. And they're not going to stop um, yielding fruit. They're not going to stop producing. With God, it's nevertheless always the more. He has pleasure in our prosperity. Lack is not his. Is, lack is not our portion. Lack is not his design for us. Less than is not his design for us. Just getting by is not his design for us. Making ends meet is not his design for us. Prosperity, abounding, abundance, success. Matter of fact, let me just go to my phone real quick. I'm going to go to dictionary.com. Oh, yep, and I'm going to type in the word prosperity. And we're going to look at, we're going to look at some synonyms for prosperity. The Lord has pleasure in our accomplishment. He has pleasure in our expansion. He has pleasure in our growth. He has pleasure in our riches. He has pleasure in our success. He has pleasure in our wealth. He has pleasure in our well-being. He has pleasure in our abundance. He has ooh, pleasure in our luxury. He has pleasure in our plenteousness. He has pleasure in our victory. He has pleasure in these things. Now, let's look at let's look at the opposite of prosperity. Now, if the Lord has pleasure in our prosperity, then that means He has displeasure in what is not prosperity. Can you agree with that? All right. So let's just turn that around. He has pleasure in our prosperity. He has displeasure in our decrease. He has displeasure in our disadvantage. He has displeasure in our failure. He has displeasure in our lessening. He has displeasure in our loss. He has displeasure in our shrinkage. He has displeasure in our restriction. <laughs> he has displeasure in our poorness. Did you know that was a word, poorness, like P-O-O-R-ness, poorness. And he has displeasure in our poverty. He never designed any of those for us. And do you know? that so many of us settle for it. But when we make up our mind to have pleasure in the same thing God has pleasure in, he has pleasure in our prosperity. So we should have pleasure in our prosperity. He has displeasure in anything that's not prosperity. So we should have displeasure for anything that's not prosperity and the way that translates in my mind for me this is how the lord walked me through it because my prayer became lord your pleasure is my pleasure and i desire to receive on the same level that you desire to bless i don't want to receive anything less than what you have for me and lord just as your pleasure is my pleasure 
your displeasure is my displeasure. And what that translated to, that displeasure, is like I no longer have any tolerance for anything that takes away from my prosperity. I no longer have any tolerance for anything that keeps me from the prosperity that you have for me. And that was and is a faith statement because guess what started happening? God started showing me all the things that I was settling for that went against my prosperity. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You can't change it unless you see it, right? He loves us so much. He's like, oh, Catherine, you're settling. Oh, Catherine, you're receiving on this level. That's so great. But I want to bless you on this level. Wow. And so what had to happen? I had to believe him. I mean, I had to surrender to the truth that he was saying. Because I could have so easily said, no, Lord, I'm not settling. No, Lord, I'm not. No. But I had to surrender to the truth that he was saying. I'm believing him. And as he's showing me, and not only is he showing me what was hindering me, but he is delivering me from those things. And when those things are purged from me, now I have increased room to receive from him, getting closer to receiving from him on the same level that he desires to bless me. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, and it's been a walk because he's shown me a lot of things. And with those, I'm so grateful because he's bringing a new level of humility into my life. You know, humility... The Bible says to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. It doesn't say to ask God to humble you. Really, we don't want that to happen. Hmm. But when we make the choice to humble ourselves before God, what does the Bible say? He gives grace to the humble. He gives his empowerment to the humble. So that we can do what God says we can do. We can have what God says we can have and we can be who God says we can be. I'm so grateful for his grace. I'm so grateful for his love. He chastens those he loves. And he's been loving me a lot lately. (laughs) And I'm grateful for it. Is it painful? Yes. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Because he loves me. And he's just equipping me to be able to receive on the same level that he desires to bless. I thank him for it. And I love him for it. Hallelujah. I pray you've heard something here tonight that has helped you. I'm believing God for the bullseye word. That word that just hit the bullseye of your heart and it's piercing glory to God. With the entrance of his word, there is light. I'm speaking light be to you. I'm speaking revelation be to you. Such that you see it so big on the inside of you that it comes up and out of your mouth. And it changes 
the world around you. It changes your very situation. It changes your very circumstance. I'm speaking alignment to you. Ha! Huh? That your pleasure is aligned with God's pleasure. For God has pleasure in your prosperity. And may you open yourself to receive from him on the same level that he desires to bless you. So everybody repeat after me. Lord, Lord thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for having pleasure in my prosperity. Thank you for having pleasure in my prosperity. Your pleasure is my pleasure. Your pleasure is my pleasure. And I desire to receive. And I desire to receive. On the same level that you desire to bless. On the same level that you desire to bless. I surrender to you, Father. I surrender to you, Father. I surrender to each truth that you speak. Surrender to each truth that you speak. To the point that I trust in you. What did I trust in and have you as my hope and have you as my hope and my confidence and my confidence. I thank you that I shall be as a tree. Thank you that I shall be as a tree. Planted by the waters. Planted by the waters. That I will spread out my roots by the river. Spread out my roots. I will not see when heat comes. But my leaf shall be green. But my leaf shall be green. And I will not be careful in the year of drought. And I will not be careful in the year of drought. Neither will I cease from yielding fruit. Neither will I cease from yielding fruit. For you have pleasure in my prosperity. For you have pleasure in my prosperity. I have pleasure in my prosperity. I have pleasure in my prosperity. And I will receive on the same level on the same level that you desire to bless. That you desire to bless. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, praise God. You all be blessed. I am loving you with the love of the Lord. And hey, if you like what you have um, heard here and you want to hear more, subscribe to this channel. Okay. And visit the website, godslovesongministries.com. There's a whole lot of teaching there and a whole lot of ways to connect. All right. Okay. Loving you with the love of the Lord. Be blessed.